Hello, my name is Ethan Hewlin. Like you, I live in a world that never stops moving. Also like you, I have stories. These are my stories. The true stories of a tryhard. Welcome back to True Stories of a Tryhard. I'm Ethan Ewan, and this week, I'm back. Yes, it has been quite a long month, hasn't it? Well, the thing is, uh, if you are following me on Twitter, or at least following the podcast on Twitter, I eat, um, I almost said my personal Twitter, I'll get that at the end, uh, at True Stories Pod, um, I've been trying to be better about letting you guys know what I'm up to, but... Um, I put out a tweet saying that I was taking kind of an unexpected hiatus just because school was kicking my butt, and now I'm back because it's summer and I just have more time. So, what better way to reintegrate into the flow of things than to talk about ketchup? Now, catching up is something that affects all of us in some way, shape, or form, whether it's uh, schoolwork, chores, or uh, work work, if you're someone who is a real adult and not me, who is a college student, there's always going to be something that you need to catch up on, something you're going to forget, something that just doesn't get done in the time you want it to be. And that can weigh on you. As with, if you listen to the show for a while, a lot of things can. So, let's talk about that. How can playing catch-up affect your mental health? So, being behind on things, and consequently catching up, can feel like an uphill battle. Which a lot of the times it is. So, what does that look like? What does it manifest itself as? So to start with, there's some pretty generic stress-related um, symptoms, such as elevated blood pressure, um, disrupted synapse regulation in the brain, um, and even potentially it can produce enough of the hormone cortisol to kill brain cells. And that is in extreme cases, but not necessarily something that you want to um, test your luck with. At least, I personally don't want any of my brain cells to die. They don't grow back. That hormone, cortisol, it is essentially what activates the fight or flight instinct um, in the brain. That's a term you may have heard before, whether it's your first reaction to a negative stimulus is to... Um, either confront it directly or just run away, just to avoid it altogether. Personally, I haven't really faced enough life-threatening um, situations in my life to really know which of those is my primary reaction, and I think I can count myself lucky in that. Um, but regardless, that's just a little bit of background on cortisol. But because of all this cortisol as I've said more than once, mental health is physical health, and mental health can affect your physical health in multiple ways. Starting 
um, not only with the brain, but also with the heart. Um, chronic stress can increase um, risk of heart disease, high blood pressure, diabetes, and that's just some of the things. It can even hinder processes that your body needs to um, to function properly, like digestion or um, <laughs> excretion or any reproductive structures that might be um, potentially happening. I don't know what you do. But the aspect of being behind can also affect your perception of your circumstances. And I'm about to get personal. I know. Shocking. But about three months ago, I felt the worst about where I was um, mentally that I have in a long time. So it was, it's kind of an odd story. I think it's when I've um, told here. I don't know for sure. But there was one day where I woke up and I couldn't hear out of my left ear. So I called my university health center and they said, okay, we'll get you set up with an appointment for an ear irrigation. That's a tongue twister. And I was like, okay, well, when will you be able to see me? They'll like, come in tomorrow or later today, we'll get that sorted out for you. So I'm like, okay, good. I'll finally be able to hear again. So I go in there and then I get my temperature checked and I get myself checked in and I sit in the waiting room and a nurse comes and gets me. And she takes me back into the, um, the little patient visiting room. And the first thing she, well, not the first thing, but after she gets all the vitals and other things, she says, Ethan, have you felt hopeless in the past month or so? That is a question that I had been actively avoiding. Because at that time, I had been noticing that my grade was slipping in a class that I really needed to do well in order to progress. And I was feeling, frankly, quite hopeless. I wasn't sure if I would be able to get my grade up in time. I wasn't sure if I would be able to get myself out of this hole that I had put myself into with procrastination. And I wasn't sure if I didn't make it through this with my grade intact, what I was going to do. So, I don't know what came over me, but I answered honestly. Hey tryhards, Ethan here. I wanna to talk to you guys about Patreon. Patreon is a donation service, a monthly subscription service where you donate money to me to support the show, support uh, the growth of it, whether that means merchandise or more podcasts or other things of that nature. And I would really appreciate if you guys would be 
willing and able to give just a little bit of whatever extra money you may have. Because while this show will always be free for everyone to listen, um, the way to make it isn't. And I'm in college, and things are expensive. So I'd appreciate any little amount that you're able to give. So thank you for donating, and thank you even more for listening. I said yes. And this seemed to surprise her, which, given our current circumstances, and even where we were three months ago, that surprised me that she was surprised. Um, and she, she immediately got up and she said, Ethan, I will be right back. And she went and she got some questionnaires. Um, I wasn't sure what they were for. Uh, I had a guess, but I wasn't 100% sure. Turns out they were anxiety and depression questionnaires. Well, folks, if you've been listening, you know that I've known I've been depressed and anxious for about nine years at this point. So when those results came back that I had moderate anxiety and depression, I was not surprised. But I also was surprised to find that they were not as bad as I thought they were. I was only moderate in both of those categories. So what they had me do after they cleaned out my ear is I met with a different nurse. And she said, among other things, that I would need some help with that if I wanted it. So for the first time in my life, since my diagnosis, I got put on antidepressants. It is never something that I thought I would do. I thought I didn't need it. I thought if I exercised enough and kept myself out of enough negative situations, that, that just wouldn't be a problem for me. Turns out, it doesn't always work. Chemical imbalances are a pain in the butt and they're not something that you can necessarily control with who you hang out with or anything of that nature. So I can get into how that medicine affected me at a different time, but after it was in my system for a few weeks, I genuinely started to feel better. I felt like there was more to be hopeful about in the world. I was able to get myself out of bed just a little bit easier. I was eating breakfast again and I felt like I could improve my situation. Which is something that up until that point, I wasn't very sure about. And there is an ending to the story where this began. My school semester ended last Friday. The class that I was not doing as well in, my professor, is also my academic advisor. And she told me that the work and dedication she had seen from me is unlike almost any other student that she's had. Because in her 
15 years of teaching, she normally, when students don't do well, they just give up. They don't see what's wrong with them and what they're doing, and they just try to carry on like nothing is wrong, and that they don't really need to change anything about the way that they're operating. I was not like that. She told me that the dedication that she had seen from me after that three-month period is essentially what saved my grade and was able to push me forward. And I was very thankful for her because... <clears throat> sorry, voice crack. Because if I hadn't been going into her office hours with her or her TAs or asking for help in the um, Discord channel that we have, she would not have seen the effort that I was trying to put in. And believe it or not, when you put in effort, people take notice. So uh, hopefully I learn from this because while I was trying to play catch up and not really getting anywhere, that weighed on me heavier than a lot of things I've felt recently. But now I'm at least beginning to feel more hopeful than I was. And that's something I hope that we can all carry into these summer months and hopefully all year round is that wherever you are able to find hope, whether you need a little bit of help or you're able to get yourself out of it, hope is what keeps you going. And playing catch up, though it may seem like an uphill battle, is not one that is easily lost. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in this week to True Stories of a Tryhard. You can find me on Instagram at ethan.t.hulen. That's H-U-L-E-N. You can find me on Twitter at etphonehome. The O's are zeros, the E's are threes. You can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at truestoriespod. The best way to get the word out about podcasts is via word of mouth and social media. So please, please, please share this with your friends. Share it on your social media. And if you post it in some way and tag me, you will get featured on the official podcast accounts. And please feel free to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I would very much appreciate it. I'll be back with more stories next week. So until then, this is Ethan Hewlin, signing off with hope for the future.